just Raz? Yes. Sarah's. Raz? The first 52. Sarah's. Raz? Live Tuesday nights. Sarah's. Raz? Something that you know Bubba's gonna like. Angry white guy radio. His point of view is different. It's the first 52. Angry white guy radio. I love the content. Hey, it's the first 52. Raz with you. The first part of the, like, Constitution. This is the best you got? Something that you know Bubba's gonna like. Angry White Guy Radio. Join me, Sean Raz, Tuesday nights, 6 to 8 p.m., RazRadioLive.com, RadioFreeBlood.com.
your fist We roll cool deep This beat heights click That's Never right. back down We live that shit yeah. I stay focused When we in that mix yeah. Wanna ease our pain Just like that slip We explode like bombs If you wanna trip yeah. One trip Just let me know Wanna throw down That rock and roll yeah. Lock and load Full clip Make you stop cold Turn around Make you bounce Like a pothole Ice t roll D I feel you Like a knife to the skin When I peel through Like a snake in the grass I can see you Like Mike to your kids I'ma eat you Beat your raw high clip With my two fists yeah. Leave it toothless Bitch we can do this uh. So ruthless Y'all cats knew this Step on the field Attack with Ray Lewis oh. Burning ashes You all fall down yeah. Should've known better When you're in my town Stunt man goddamn, Never back down Bringing us a week's time I'm bringing you a beat down tedious. People dangling bells and bits of string in your face all the time. Just be a dog. Run around, catch frisbees, pee on a fire hydrant. Life's more rewarding and you get access to lots of treats. Catch Salty Talk Mondays and Wednesdays and every Friday for Salty's weekend warm-up. 4 p.m. Eastern Time. Add a little salt to your life and be more dog.
This is your last chance. After this, there is no turning back. You take the blue pill. The story ends. You wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want to believe. You take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland. And I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. I'm offering is the truth, nothing more. Gotta <laughs> turn the mic up, I guess, eh? <laughs> oh, the strange truth that we will share and explore. You're listening to the first 52 Raz Radio Live.com, Radio Free Blood, Radio Chaos. It is Tuesday. Again, another Tuesday, October 4th, 2016. And it is your your favorite host, Sean Raz, here to give you a, just to give you my thoughts, my beliefs, my feelings, the news I see, and how I feel about it. No guests tonight, but we will have open phones throughout the night, 941-421-0401 if you want to chime in at any, any given moment. You know how it works. I'll answer, wait for me to come to you. We'll have a conversation. I've got a slew of topics ahead of me, and no, I will not be discussing the uh, presidential, vice presidential debate tonight, because I don't care. It's all a dog and pony show anyway. All a dog and pony show. You guys know how I feel about that. Although I lied, I will be discussing some of it tonight. We're, we're going to discuss government and if it's really a, a needed thing. Is it really something we need to make life happen? Oh, somebody's got to build the roads, right? Somebody's got to build the roads. Got some comedy routines based on the last debate. That's eh, not even a routine. It's uh, Saturday Night Live. I was really impressed with what they did and how they did it. We'll, we'll do a little brief view of that. Of course, we've got Russia and, and the U.S. wagging their wongs at, wangs at each other. They're ready to go. World War Three is upon us, but you know we're waiting for WikiLeaks. So maybe, maybe World War Three doesn't matter, right? Maybe we shouldn't be concerned, because WikiLeaks has got all the answers. We'll discuss that. And is the U.S. really the freest nation? <laughs> Something we've always been told. We're living in the freest country, but I don't really know if that's true or not. I definitely don't know if I buy that story anymore, and I'll explain why. Just some of the things we want to touch on tonight. Uh, another great week. I'm alive. I survived. I've got a job. The kids kind of been frustrating, but hey, kids can be frustrating. That's their job is to frustrate us adults, right? So we've had a had a lot of fun with the kid this week, not meaning that seriously. But hey, that's part of parenting, dealing with the stupidity of your children. <laughs> Somebody's got to fix it, right? Somebody's got to fix it sometime. I hope everybody else out there had a good week, no major issues, uh, no problems happen. One of the things I wanted to try to raise a comparison of, and I, I might have briefly touched on this before on the show. I'm not really sure. I don't remember if I've ever brought up this this viewpoint of mine. You know, I have a viewpoint of, of how how we've gotten to where we are, and, and how we've allowed it to get there, and, and what is what is the factors that that control the world around us. And we always talk about the global elite, and these are the these are the people ruling us, the global elite. I think the kid's home. <laughs> uh, the global leader are ruling us, and nobody understands that. So I figured, 
let's try to make a a, a comparison. Let's 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 try to let's try to show people how this works and and why we see the saber rattling and the and the wang waving by Obama and 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 uh, Putin. And we've been talking about this whole crisis over there in the Middle East with Syria for a long time. And we're going to address a lot of that tonight because that's something I think is very important. I mean, we are on the brink of World War III right now. But everybody goes, why, you know, if the if the, the elite, the world rulers are all in cahoots with each other, why why is there fights? Why, why do we have war? Why do we have these disagreements? And the best way I could think to compare it or, or make an example to people of, of what I see it as, as how it's happening is the mafia. Now, I grew up in Jersey. I grew up where the mafia was prevalent. I've met mob, mob, mobsters in the past. I was never involved with the mob, thank goodness. I, I was offered a job to go cook for Lou Gambino as his private chef when I was 21 years old, 20 years old. Because I had a crush on my mom. He figured he can get in. And I didn't want to get involved with any of that, so I said no. Offered me, offered me a lot of money to come work for him as his private chef because he knew I was in culinary school. God forbid I burned his eggs, not where I wanted to be. But I, I think that's a great uh, organization to use an example as an example as how the global elite and this world is operating. All right, the mafia, uh, the Italian mafia, has the same basic goal. Okay. I think we can agree with that. They want to make money. They want to you know, rule the neighborhoods. They have their, their way of wanting to be. And each family controls a region. Now, just a basic example, you got you know New Jersey Mafia, you got New York Mafia, you got Chicago Mafia, uh, you know, and, and they branch out in different areas. But you have these regional, regional families of the Mafia. And they control their region. And there might be smaller guys close to them. That, that, you know, pay to this family or that family to be safe and, and cooperate. And then, of course, there's always, you have a mafia war that develops eventually. Well, I want you to look at each country or each region as a mafia family. you got the Middle East and Russia. you got England and, and Scotland and Ireland and that area. You have the, the Asians. The, the Asia, I don't mean Asian people, I mean the Eurasia, whatever they call that, that, that area. I'm not the smartest man in the world. Then you have the Americas. North and South America, Mexico is all kind of one region, one family per se, with some, some underfamilies working with them. And that's what we're seeing. We're seeing a disagreement on how the families want to operate. Which family thinks they're more important? That's that's really how I see uh, the global elite and and the, this this governmental form we're running with. I don't think it's fair. Of course, I don't think it's fair. I don't think any of you think it's fair, but it is what it is, and it is how we operate. And like I said, we're going to get. I know we talked with, with Scott Records uh, two weeks ago about. Syria and Russia, and how that's going to ha- how that's going to uh, affect the world. And I will have those last two shows. I- I'm a little behind on my upload, so I apologize. I will have those shows up soon, uh, last week's and the week before. But it's gotten to where we've been warning and talking about that. That we're are we about to see the end of 
of the world as we know it. Is, is this really the beginning of World War III? Because this is not this is not a war that that will happen the way war, wars in the past have happened. It's not even close to how it's going to go down. And and you should be afraid of that. You should fear that. Because this is a problem. This is really, really a problem. I gotta let that commercial play through. As we've all been seeing, uh, uh, some people have called out Assad and said, "Oh, he's uh, he's lied and he wasn't ever going to do anything," and and uh, the, you know he's trolling. And I was trying to figure out where I was on this whole because I've never been a big uh, proponent of WikiLeaks. I think they've done some good stuff, and yeah, you know we've used stuff that's come out of WikiLeaks before. So I'm not saying that it, it hasn't done positives. But anytime you have something like this, it's even like Snowden. Who do you really trust? You know, or, uh, would these people really be able to get out and do this if, if their information is real? So I've always had my doubts. You know, that I don't listen to Alex Jones anymore. And um, Luke Radowski put out a great video today that, that really touches on something we've touched on before. You know, I'm not a big Alex Jones fan. I don't listen to Alex Jones anymore. I think that he, uh, I stopped listening to him, I guess, about 2010, 2012, 2013. So it's been about three years. And I stopped because all it was was a big TV ad. All he was doing was selling things. And that's why I stopped listening. That's why I don't really refer to him very often anymore. But last night he was up in arms screaming about how um, this was going to be the game changer. I'm going to let, I'm going to let, Luke, lay this out for you guys. I want you to hear how he did it, because he did it so eloquently. He was angry, which is it's a good thing. Anger is always good. But let's just hear how he did it. October surprise was trending all over the world as people anxiously waited, anticipated the final nail in the coffin of Hillary Clinton's career. And then it never happened. Why did it never happen? Why am I, why am I not surprised it never happened? I'm going to tell you right now in this video. Infowars ran articles saying bombshell set to devastate Clinton campaign. Even the Daily Mail used Roger Stone as a quote saying Wednesday Hillary Clinton is done. He then went on the Alex Jones show and said there's going to be an October surprise. There's going to be new information from WikiLeaks coming out. And of course, Infowars perpetrated it. Assange to release Clinton's secrets on the deep state Tune in to our historic coverage. Share this link now and go to InfoWars.com and show it. And then it never happened. I actually wasn't surprised because if you went on the WikiLeaks website, you actually were able to see an exact schedule of what they were going to do. They told you what they were going to do. They said, we are going to be celebrating 10 years of WikiLeaks. They never said they're going to make a new bombshell announcement. They never said they're going to be releasing new information. They never said they had a new leak. They said, we're going to be talking about WikiLeaks and 10 years. And because of this, the internet is freaking the hell out. Why are they freaking the hell out? Paul Watson of Infowars. Not surprised there are no major leaks at this hour, but WikiLeaks should have told us in advance. They did. They, they, they released the whole schedule before. You should be smarter than this, Rob Dew. WikiLeaks is trolling the world. Where? How? How did they troll? Did they say that they're going to be releasing information? Alex Jones, right now, released his documents now, WikiLeaks. We only have a month before elections. 2016 comes to an end. Wiki trolled. Wait, what? And then Alex Jones is furious, freaking out for three hours on his show. 
And he's saying that WikiLeaks told us, but WikiLeaks never said that there's going to be an October surprise. WikiLeaks never said they're going to be releasing information. WikiLeaks told you exactly what they were going to do, and they did it. And now people are freaking out about Julian Assange not doing it. Even though Julian Assange announced regarding the upcoming publications, we hope to be publishing every week for the next 10 weeks. He said he's going to be releasing information about the U.S. elections, about arms deals, oil, Google, mass surveillance. He said yeah, he never said he was going to do that last night. So that's a great point that he's pointing he's out. He's going to be releasing that, releasing the election news before the elections. Even your own employee, your own employee came out and said, InfoWars, what? Your own employee at InfoWars tweeted, WikiLeaks has said nothing, hasn't said not once that they are releasing Clinton info tomorrow. They may not also. Don't get ahead of yourself. He even screenshotted a text he had with another InfoWars employee saying, why the fuck would Assange dump Hillary Docs at 3 a.m. U.S. time? This doesn't make sense. He never said he will. Your own employee was warning you. He actually deleted some tweets right now. I've just seen that right now. But but these are just some of them. He actually replied to me and was like, yeah, 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 Luke. He never said he's going to be releasing information. He was warning people within the office. And then you still didn't care, came on the show beforehand, and you were making... Announce. Well, let me make some predictions. Making freaking predictions. Making them out of your ass like you did this whole entire October <laughs> like surprise with Roger Stone time. with your inside source. And then you have the audacity to attack Julian Assange. And whenever he even talked about his book, what did you do? Files. Look, uh, oh, now he's going to hawk some products. Infowarslife.com. Oh, he's going to hawk some products. Go to my product. Don't watch his product. Automatically. And then you make fun. you made fun of his genitalia. You made fun. You said he had a small wiener. You said uh, <laughs> Michelle Obama has a bigger wiener because she's a transsexual. And now I do agree with that. That you know she is a transsexual. I've always thought that. And and you know I I think the point is here. Alex has become the shock jock. Alex has become the man that that wants the attention. That 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 you know we don't need shock jocks in the conspiracy movement. We don't need uh, fear porn pushers in the conspiracy movement. And that's what he's become. That's why I stopped listening to him so many years ago. So we get the point here uh, that that that's just not a reliable source anymore. I just don't, I don't trust. I haven't trusted him. I won't trust him. Uh, the fact that that he has been so Trumpy, Trumpified, it just drives me nuts. It drives me nuts. It really does. So you know, WikiLeaks had planned on on celebrating their ten year anniversary. They planned on releasing information for the next 10 weeks. I don't know if I got to that part of the video. I had to step away real fast in the beginning. 10 weeks they planned on on celebrating what they've done. One of the things I was going to do is pull up... uh, I know they got a message out there that uh, they have a video of their 10 top things. I wanted to bring that up. I didn't get a chance to watch it, so I'm not going to get into it. Uh, But, you know, that would be interesting to see. What the 10 top... things they've released over the years have been but is this all a distraction from again syria syria is a big problem we're looking at right now i mean it's just a big big problem we've got this stupid i cannot wait for a for november can't wait for november this stupid election is driving me batty it's driving me completely batty it doesn't make any sense what's going on it doesn't make any sense of, of people supporting the people they're supporting 
you know, the people that are supporting Donald Trump, I just can't even fathom that they're supporting him. It, it, it baffles my mind, some of the people that are behind him. And I can understand why people would be want to be behind him. You know, he does have some some great uh, rhetoric that he's that he's pushing. And and you know what? I agree with some of the things he talks about. I honestly agree with with some of what he brings up. I've said this before. But I don't believe in wars. I don't believe in 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 separation like he wants to do with the with the wall. The wall. We have to keep everybody out. I'm on call, so that's why you guys can hear my phone. Sorry. You know how that goes on one call? It's just something we got to deal with. But yet we see all these this turmoil throughout the world. We still see cops killing uh, the citizens. Can't even keep their own babies safe in their own cars. I don't know if you guys saw the story from Friday of the, the officer that, that left her kid in the car, claimed the car was running, but the kid was dead four hours later because she was meeting with her boyfriend. But that's, that, that's neither here nor there. <laughs> uh... Anyway, we'll wait and see what, what WikiLeaks has to say about the election. I think it's all bought and paid for and rigged. Uh, I, I want to try to see if I can reach out to, um, what's his name? Robbie Martin. I knew it would come to me. I, I was going to try to get him tonight, but it was just too quick a notice. The story that came out this week, that drove me nuts because this is what we've talked about multiple times for many a years. The fakery of these videos of of uh, Osama bin Laden, of the the beheading videos, of of the the propaganda videos that come out from uh, Al Qaeda, Al Qaeda, which is it Al Qaeda or is it ISIS or who is it? Pentagon paid for fake Al Qaeda videos. A controversial foreign PR firm known for representing unsavory characters was paid millions by the Pentagon to create fake terrorist videos. Wait, what? what? What was that? The Pentagon gave a controversial UK PR firm over half a billion dollars to run a top secret propaganda program in Iraq. The Bureau, the Bureau, the, the Bureau of Investigative Journalism can reveal. Bell Potinger's output included short TV segments made in the style of Arabic news networks and fake insurgent videos, which could be used to track the people who watched them, according to a former employee. Or was it a recruiting tool? Track them or recruit them? The agency staff worked alongside high-ranking U.S. military officials in their Baghdad, Baghdad Camp Victory headquarters as the insurgency raged outside. Bell Pottinger's Former Chairman Lord Tim Bell confirmed to the Sunday Times, which was working with the Bureau on this story, that his firm had worked on the co- on a covert military operation covered by various secrecy documents. Bell Pottinger's report to the Pentagon, the, uh, reported to the Pentagon, the CIA, and the National Security Council on its work in Iraq, he said. Bell, one of Britain's most successful public relations executives, is credited with honing Margaret Thatcher's steely image and helping the Conservative Party win three elections. The agency he co-founded has had a roster of clients, including representative regimes and Asma al-Assad, the wife of Syrian president. Hmm. In the first media interview, any Bell Potter employee was has given about the work for the U.S. military in Iraq, Video editor Martin Wells told the Bureau 
His time in Camp Victory was shocking, eye-opening, and life-changing. The firm's output was signed off by former General David Petraeus, then commander of the coalition forces in Iraq, and an on occasion by the White House, he said. Bell Pottinger produced reams of material for the for the Pentagon, some of it going far beyond standard communications work. The Bureau traced the firm's Iraq work through U.S. Army contracting censuses. Reports by the De- Defense Department Inspector General and federal procurements transa- transaction records, as well as Bell Pottinger's corporate filings and specialist publications on military propaganda. We interviewed half a dozen former officials and contractors involved in information operations in Iraq. There were three types of media operations commonly used in Iraq at the time, said a military contractor familiar with Bell Pottinger's work there. White is attributed, it says, wait, White is attributed, it says, who produced it on the label. The contractor said, gray is unattributed and black is falsely attributed. These types of black ops used for tracking who is watching a certain thing were a pretty standard part of the industrial toolkit. Bell Pottinger's work in Iraq was a huge media operation which cost over $100 million a year on average. A document unearthed by the Bureau shows the company was employing almost 300 British and Iraqi staff at one point. A hundred million dollars a year. The London-based PR agency was brought into Iraq soon after the U.S. invasion. In March 2004, it was taken by the country's temporary administration with the promotion of democratic elections, a high-profile activity which is triumphed in its annual report, which is trumped in its annual report, sorry. So they were, I still think this was a a recruiting tool because they didn't kill anybody. This didn't end anything. We haven't seen any major, uh, or is this how they got Osama? Through this this crazy means, was it how they got them? The bulk of the money was uh, blah 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 blah. Yeah, the firm soon switched to less high profile activities. However, wait, that doesn't make sense. The firm soon switched to less high profile activities. However, the bureau has identified transactions worth five hundred and forty million between the Pentagon and Bell Pottinger for information operations, and psychological operations on a series of contracts issued from May 2007 to December 2011. Hmm. Right after Obama or Osama died? Obama, Osama? Osama, Obama? Wrap it together. Yeah, Osama, Obama. Anyway, sorry. Got a little weird there. So, So again, we've claimed fake videos. We've had... Uh, Robbie Martin on the show, who has discussed how him and his buddy made a fake beheading video that was taken by mainstream media as a real beheading video. So we know this stuff happens out there. We've been talking about it, and now we have proof. Yet again, proof that this is going on, that they've done these things, that they've used deceptive means to confuse the American people, and many other people. They lie, and they propagandize. 
I think last week, I don't, I don't know if I even brought it up. I think I had it pulled up to talk about, though, about how Operation Mockingbird is well in effect right now. And it's been ruled okay and legal for the CIA and other agencies to use propaganda and lies to the American people. This is not the world we want to live in. This is not how it should be. And I really hope we, we find a way to stop it. I really do. We're going to get into how the U.S. thinks it's the, the biggest cock on the block. Uh, when we get back here, I'm going to take a quick little break. Uh, tell my kid to turn his TV down because it's way too loud, way too often. I thought I already told him that. But after that, we're going to get into this this whole this this whole Syrian thing. I want to I want to discuss that. If anybody's got thoughts and opinions, don't call now, but call after the break. I'd be happy to take uh, other people's ideas on this. What they think is it really uh, <laughs> is it really what we want to see happen? I don't know. It's crazy, guys. And it just gets crazier. You're listening to the first 52, RazRadioLive.com, Radio Free Blood, Radio Chaos. I'll be back in a couple minutes. Let me get my crayon out. Hold on. What am I supposed to say? What am I doing here? <laughs> <laughs> What's your name again? John Raz? Four Toad and Lexi. Do I mention Four Toad? Sure. Oh. Four Dave. Dave. <laughs> Hey, it's always great to be on the first 52 with Sean Raz or Toad and Lexi. You know, I don't, that sounds like shit. What am I, give me a script here. Come on, I can't do this. You're putting me on, under pressure. Bob, don't worry about it here. And uh, Dr. Bob. Dr. Bob, yeah. Dr. Bob Tuscan. Bob Tuscan, and you're listening to the first 52 on Raz Radio with my buddies Sean Raz and Lexi Raz and that guy, Four Toad. Man, you hear this bullshit they be talking Every day, man, it's like these motherfuckers is just like professional liars, you know what I'm saying? It's wow. Listen. Bin Laden, blow up projects. It was your nigga. Tell the truth, nigga. Down the tower. Tell the truth, nigga. Down the tower. Tell the truth, nigga. Bin Laden, blow up projects. It was your nigga. Tell the truth, nigga. No allegiance, nigga, fuck the president's speeches I'm baptized by America and covered in leeches The dirty water that bleaches your soul and your facial features Drowning you with propaganda that they spit through the speakers And if you speak about the evil that the government does The Patriot Act to track you to the type of your blood They try to frame you and say you was trying to sell drugs And throw a federal indictment on niggas to show you love This shit is run by fake Christians, fake politicians Look at their mansions and look at the conditions you live in All they talk about is terrorism on Television. They tell you to listen, but they don't really tell you they mission. They funded Al-Qaeda, and now they blame the Muslim religion. Even though Bin Laden was a CIA tactician, they gave him billions of dollars, and they funded his purpose. Fahrenheit, 9-11, that's just scratching the surface. Bin Laden, blow up projects. It was your nigga. Tell the truth, nigga. Bush down the tower. Tell the truth, nigga. Bush down the tower. Tell the truth, nigga. Bin Laden, blow up it was your nigga. Tell the truth, nigga. Push down the tower. Tell the truth, nigga. Push down the tower. They say the rebels in Iraq still fighting Saddam, but that's bullshit. I'll show you why it's totally wrong. Cause if another country invaded the hood tonight, it'll be warfare through Harlem and Washington Heights. I wouldn't be fighting for 
push a white America's dream. I be fighting for my people's survival and self-esteem. I wouldn't fight for racist churches from the south, my nigga. I be fighting to keep the occupation out, my nigga. You ever clock someone who talks shit for look at you wrong? Imagine if they shot at you and was raping your moms. And of course, Saddam Hussein had chemical weapons. We sold them that shit after Ronald Reagan's election. Mercenary contractors fighting a new era. Corporate military banking off the war on terror. They controlling the ghetto with the fear of attack. Trying to distract the fact that they engineering the crack. So I'm strapped like Lee Malvo holding a sniper rifle. These bullets are touch your kids. And I don't mean like Michael. Your body be sent to the morgue. Stripped down and recycled. I fire on house niggas that support you and like you. Cause innocent people get murdered in the struggle daily. And poor people never get shit struggle daily. This ain't no alien conspiracy theory. This shit is real. Written on a dollar underneath the Masonic seal. Now I don't rap for dead presidents. I'd rather see the president dead. It's never been said, but I said precedents. This is Steve from the Chocolate Drop. And if you haven't heard the show lately, here's a little bit of what you've been missing. My week is over. Thank God. Damn. See how Steve get down right? Steve's wicked. You see, you wicked, Steve. I slap you again. There ain't no cameras in here. I don't know what her problem was. Why she was licking people's cheese. See, black people mess it up for everybody, man. <laughs> you know somebody black to complain <laughs> and they call me a racist. The back of the toilet looks like a Jackson Pollock. <laughs> um, I don't like that. You ever seen a vein this big? <laughs> oh my god. Um, I don't like that. She ate a rubber glove and she had to have her dog. <laughs> insane. Absolutely insane. Um, I don't like that. Saturdays, 11 a.m. Mountain Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time. RazRadioLive.com and, and Salty, Salty Talk, Talk Radio. Radio. We, we talk, talk about weed too. Watch the watchtower and shower the game with acid rain every 
two jokers strategically placed to elude you. So tell me who knew these thieves would fool you. Too bad none of us act like we used to. We're crazy now. We heard the lies. Aziz and the plumbing when you stole the sight. Come on. And the definition of pornography is quite simple. Erotic is using a feather. Pornography is using the entire chicken, which is weird. And I've been watching a little bit of porn since I've been on the road. A little, shut up. And with porn movies, they don't have coming attractions, because if it was, you'd be like, oh, done, thank you, fine. With porn movies, when you're watching them, it's basically, they're an hour and a half long. And who watches an entire fucking porn movie? One guy up there going, I do. But an entire four, an hour and a half long, even with fast forwarding. Fast forwarding, you're like, ah, 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 ah. what? No. And the one thing you don't want with porn is basically slow motion, because it's like, ah, ah, The acting in porn movies is always so bad. There's always that one girl who's like... <laughs> it's not Miss America. Stay with the dick. What are you doing? And why do they always have to have such bad actors who are always like, I'm going to fuck you so hard. Even my right hand is going, I don't believe him. But there's scripts. There's scripts for porn movies. Somebody's writing this stuff going, I'm going to fuck you so hard. You little whore. Okay, that's it for today. And then they're on a porn movie set going, I want to fuck you. Line! Fuck you hard, you little whore. Thank you, I just need a moment. And that's fucking weird, too. And there's been porn for centuries. Was there radio porn? Was there George Burns going, Well, teabag me, Gracie. I don't know. 
Did John Wayne have a Brokeback Mountain moment of going, Well, Stuffy, we're going up the old Jism Trail right now. God damn it, here we go. And Walter Brennan going, Oh, Duke, you're tearing my ass apart. God damn I can't quit you. I can't goddamn quit you. Was Gregory Peck going, I'm going to glaze you like a Danish. Did Jimmy Stewart basically go, oh, well, just play with my balls just a little bit, yeah. Just jangle the twins around him and put a finger in my hiney if you're a friend, yeah. Two if you're a pal, yeah. There's one guy who could do porn and I think we all would watch. That guy is Chris Walken. Oh, God, yes. Oh, my God, he would be amazing. Chris would be up there going, I'm inside you. So deep inside you, now, fucking you, now, inside you, deep inside you, now, yes, now. I came an hour ago. And it's not bad enough they make porn movies, they make porn movies of my movies. They make Goodwill Humping, it's okay. Wet Dreams May Come, all right. Snatch Adams, that was scary. A clown with a strap on, fuck off. You know, Popeye, I would watch. <laughs> Popeye would be like, Oh, God, yes, Olive oil, yeah, yeah, come on now, yeah. Blow me now, yeah. Come on, Olive oil, yeah, you got no tits in a tight box. Yeah. Oh, God, oh, God, ah, 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 a cream miss spinach, yeah. Hey guys, it's Popeye from FederalJack.com. You're listening to the first 52 where you can hear the inmates run the insane asylum. Moving to the country, I'm gonna eat a lot of peaches. I'm moving to the country, I'm gonna eat me a lot of peaches. I'm moving to the country. Ah, Popeye, that sounds like a great move, a name for a porn uh, movie, doesn't it? Moving to the country, <laughs> I'm gonna eat a lot of peaches. All right, guys, welcome back to the first 52, RazRadioLive.com, Radio Free Blood, Radio Chaos. You know, I like to do the, the comedy routines to just kind of break up the, the stupidity of what I'm talking about. You know, because some people think what I talk about is stupid. Some people think I'm wrong. Some people think that, that nothing is, is going on that they have to worry about in the country, and everything will be okay. There's no geoengineering. No, no, they're not spraying anything. They're not controlling hurricanes. They're not moving things to where they want them. To maybe distract. Now nah, that wouldn't happen. There is no weather modification. It just doesn't happen. Don't worry about it. That was a little dig at some people I know. They like to say that geoengineering doesn't happen. There's no weather modification. It's okay, guys. I get it. I'll accept your apology when the time comes. Anywho. I wanted to get into uh, Syria and Russia and and all that kind of madness that's going on over there because it's 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 saddening what 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 we're allowing these governments that we are allowing to do uh, we put in place we we allow them to do it we, we need to stop letting them walk all over us the way they walk all over us because it's it's just going to continue to happen that way and it needs to stop. So as I was reading about everything going on in, in Syria and Russia and now we're complete opposite sides of the spectrum now and 
nobody knows who the bad guy is, and the bad guy is our guy, and their guy is their guy, and this guy is that guy. The main basic thing that I come out of this is that um, we think we own everything. We think we rule the world. Yes, I said it. The United States thinks they rule the world, and they have the right to to decipher or, or tell every other nation how they need to act. The United States broke talks, uh, broke off talks with Russia on Monday on implementing a cease ceasefire agreement in Syria and accused Moscow of not living up to its co- commitments under the September 9th deal to halt fighting and ensue, ensure aid reaches besieged communities. Now, last week, we discussed how Russia was claiming the same thing about us that we had bombed things that killed civilians because that was what we were looking for. The confirmation that the U.S.-Russia talks on Syria have collapsed suggests that there is a, that there's little hope, if any, of a diplomatic solution emerging anytime soon to end a five-and-a-half-year-old civil war that has killed hundreds of thousands of people and displaced 11 million. Now, a five-and-a-half-year-old civil war. Civil war. People come in and stick their nose in the civil wars when they have a need or a wanted outcome. Don't think the French didn't come over here during the American Revolution, which, you know, you're revolting against a government. With You know, we could call it a revolution. We could call it a civil war. We were trying to displace, remove the government that was in power of us. Go to the Civil War. Who was our backers? Who who backed who? Think about it. It's a civil war. We don't need to be there unless we have an agenda that we want, that we want to see. The United States is suspending its participation in bilateral channels with Russia that were established to sustain the sensation, the, the, the sen- <laughs> big word, the cessation, C-E-S-S-A-T-I-O-N, of hostilities. You know i got to spell them when I can't say them. U.S. State Department spokesman John Kirby said in the statement, Secretary of State John Kerry last, last spoke to Russian counterpart uh, Sergia Lavorova on Saturday, a senior State Department official said, after Kerry threatened last week to walk away from the talks. In Moscow, Foreign Minister spokesman Maria Zakharova told Russian news agencies the United States was trying to shift blame onto Russia, which in recent days had tried to sustain the, our agreement. The agreement. But Syria President Bashar al-Assad's forces, supported by Iranian-backed militia and Russian air power, have since last week stepped up the, their offensive against rebel-held areas of al Alpol, Syria's biggest city, bombing hospitals and damaging water pipes or water supplies. Okay. This city is held by the opposition to the president of that country. Keep that in mind. In the north northeastern city of Hasaka, a bomb killed at least 20 people at a Kurdish wedding, according to the Kurdish militia and monitoring groups. Now, remember, the Kurds, the... the um, uh, what are the two factions in, in Iraq and that region there? The um, 
Oh my God, it just went right out of my head. Scott and I talk about it all the time. You have the Kurds, which is one group. You have the... Um, uh, oh, I can't get it out. Anyway, you know who I'm talking about. They, they've been battling for years and years and millions and hundreds of years. The, the, nothing we can do is going to stop it. U.S. intelligence officials said the bombing campaign was the, was one of the deadliest since the Civil War erupted in 2011. These airstrikes, mostly focused on Apollo, have utilized a wide variety of deadly munitions, including barrel bombs, thermatic thermobaric bombs, incendiary munitions, cluster bombs, and bunker busters, the official said, speaking on conditions of autonomy. So let's think about this here. What, what did we use in Iraq? What did we do to the civilians of Iraq? What did we do to the civilians of Afghanistan? What did we do to the civilians of the Vietnam War? The end of the talks could trigger deeper U.S. consideration of military options, such as providing more sophisticated arms, logistic support, and training to Syrian rebels, either directly or via Gulf Arab states or Turkey. So we want to supply ISIS some more so we can perpetuate the fear of ISIS here in America. Makes complete sense to me. But the speed in which... But the speed with which the ceasefire collapsed after a U.N. aid convoy was bombed in Syria appeared to take some officials in the Obama administration by surprise and without a clear plan on the immediate way forward. Now, that's just one article, and that's just the beginning of this one article. It, it continues on about how to keep the channels open. Now, the second article I had read on this situation really disturbs me. And this is where I say we think we own everything. Where where we are the, the, the ones, the most important people in this country, in this world. Where is it? I'm, I'm scanning through here as I'm talking. They're, they're talking about the U.S. imposing a no-fly zone over another nation that did not ask us to come there and help. That did not attack us. Who are we to think that we can go in there and say, this is a no-fly zone. Russia, you can't fly here. When Russia was invited by the president of the country that were attacking his forces in. Why can't people understand this? You may not agree with the way Assad is, is running his country. You may not agree with the way Russia is run. You may not agree with the way Iraq was run when we had uh, Saddam Hussein. But guess what? Those were the ones that could keep shit under control. The Sunnis. Thank you, Wayne. The Sunnis and the Shiites. See, I just couldn't get it out. Thank you very much, Wayne. I appreciate that. The chocolate drop helping me out. When, when we are not invited into this country... Why do we think we can impose a no-fly zone? This is where our arrogance of a na as a nation drives me batty. And where we as, as, as the, the, the civilians, as the, the people of this country, need to stand up and not support the actions of this government. Whether it be Trump, whether it be Obama, whether it be Bush, whether it be whatever jackass we're going to have in eight years from now. We are the ones making the payments to continue these problems. Are you willing to, to have your dollars 
killing people? We know that ISIS has developed from these groups. There is no question. We know, whether anybody wants to admit it or not, that Hillary Clinton and the State Department, through Benghazi, pushed weapons into Syria to help overthrow Assad, which those weapons then became the weapons used by ISIS. Those people trained, we've talked about it with the record many a times, people trained by our government, by our CIA, are the ones that we're allegedly afraid of here in America. And are the ones that are attacking us here in America. It's a sad game that we've allowed to continue for way too long. I mean, just way too long we've allowed these people to, to, to do these things. Why? Ask yourself that. Why? Why do we do that? Why do we allow it? Are we scared? Do we not have the ability to stop it? Well, I thought that's what this country was about. I thought this country was about being free, about having control of our lives and everything around us. Where'd it go? So, if that is the case, then then we really aren't that free, are we? And, and of course, and I'm looking for it now. I don't know. I know it. Here it is. Is that this one? No, that's not that one. What the hell? You know, I hate when I put stories up. I don't think I closed it. Did I close it by accident? That's very feasible. You know, we want to think we're free, but the new study came out, and as soon as I find it, we'll find out that we are not the freest country in the world. We're 15th, and I must have closed it down by accident. I did. What the hell? Damn you, Sean. Yeah, there was an article I posted it's on my on my Twitter, probably on my Facebook also. Um, you find me at, at Sean Raz or Sean Raz Patello. Just search me on Facebook. You'll find me. They're talking about how we're number 15th in freedom, not not economic freedom, which I think we were 12th in when we talked about that a few weeks ago. But now in, in basic freedom, just freedom in life, we're not there anymore. We're not up there. I can't believe that's gone. I really wanted to get into that, and now I can't find it. Anyway, I'm not going to keep bantering on that because I can't find it. Why? Why? Why push on it? It's gone. <laughs> Go find it on my on my stuff if you want to read it. But we're not the freest nation. We won't be the freest nation for a long, long time. So don't believe that BS. As you guys know, uh, while we're getting out of the Russia, uh, the election cycle, we want to get into all that mess and what's going on there. I've always pushed, a, you know, something different, third candidate, third party candidate. I don't know what I'm going to do. I still don't know what I'm going to do. Uh, you would think that somebody who is the champion of the uh, Libertarian Party for a long, long time would be supporting Johnson and, and want to see the Libertarian Party get there. But then again, you don't really know. Economy. Are you going to vote for Trump? I've got 10 seconds. You going to vote for him? I don't need 10 seconds, no. <laughs> <laughs> Gary Johnson? Uh, libertarian Gary Johnson? Well, if he were a libertarian, a true libertarian, and promoted the non-integration principle and didn't have weld on a ticket, I'd consider it. Uh, Ms. Stein? Well, I like her foreign policy. She's the one that has the best foreign policy out there. She thinks, she thinks we shouldn't be the... 
You gonna aggressor. vote for her? Pardon me? You gonna vote for her? No, I, I, I won't vote for her because if you want, if you care about economic policy, well, that only leaves us Hillary Clinton, doesn't it, Congressman? No, it means that you pick out the best thing of all the people and try to put it together in a concise philosophy called libertarianism okay. and promote liberty rather okay. than interventionism and authoritarianism. Always a pleasure to have you on the show, Mr. Congressman Ron Paul. We appreciate it. Thank you. So, well, uh, is Gary Johnson a true libertarian? Well, I don't believe he is either, and that's why I don't, I'm not going to be able to vote for him. It's a sad place we're at right now in this election cycle. And it brings up the question, do we even really need government? And I know a lot of people say we don't need government. And we see, you know, Spain is going through this right now. For the past 288 days, Spain has not had a government. 288 days. has plotted along without an elected national government. For, I mean, think about that. No, nothing's fallen apart. I don't think they've started any wars. Not like Spain starting wars to begin with, but you get my point. And they're saying it's a wonderful thing. No government, no thieves, said uh, Felix Pastor, a language teacher who, like many voters, is fed up with the corruption and scandals that tarnished the two previous government parties. Okay, we don't have that here in America. We don't have two parties that are are, are laced in 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 scandals and and lies and deceit no we don't have that here in america it just doesn't happen that way i agree jeff anarchy rules it doesn't happen that way and as i read this article i couldn't believe that they've actually gone this long with no government we've been conditioned that we need to have a government we can't not have a government. I mean, come on. Life wouldn't work. We wouldn't have the things we need. But does government really provide anything effectively? Has it ever provided anything effectively? I don't believe it has. I really don't believe it has. I've got so many different audio clips up here I want to play and get into. Let me clear out some of this. I can't believe I closed that stupid... Oh, here it is. I'm an idiot. I'm a total idiot. All right, I'm going to get, let me get this story out now that I found it and I just wasn't paying attention when I was looking for it because I was talking. It's hard to look for something and talk at the same time. I'm going to get this one out. We'll take another break. We'll run to the end of the show. Hopefully we can get some calls in, uh, in the second, second part here. When we get there, oh, I see. Hold on. Hold on. I, I, I got to read this as soon as I see it, as soon as it comes up. You vote libertarian so you can break up. The two-party system, it's not a vote for Johnson, it's what I did back in 2008. That was for Toad Jones. And I understand what he's saying. Basically what he's saying is, if we vote Gary Johnson, okay, and he gets 15% of the vote, in four years, the Libertarian Party is then automatically included in the, the monies that go out. There will be no uh, avoiding that. So there'll be more money influxed, infused into the Libertarian Party. That's a good thing. And I agree, Dave. I got you. I got you. But chemtrails are real, so you'll have to deal with that. The U.S. isn't one of the top ten most free countries in the world, study says. 
with costly health care, a stereotype of obesity, and a culture of creatively fatty foods, healthy probably isn't the first word that comes to mind when you think of the United States. But according to the Legatum Prosperity Index findings for 2015, the U.S. is the healthiest country in the world. Well, I find that hard to believe. I find that real hard to believe. But, well, however, when it comes to freedom, an idea most Americans pride themselves on, the U.S. falls to number 15. So what's the country with the most personal freedom? Canada, followed by New Zealand, Norway, Luxembourg, and Iceland. Those are the top personal freedom countries. Personal freedom, as defined by the London-based Lagotum Institute, measures a nation's performance at both guaranteeing individual freedoms and encouraging social tolerance. Canada was ranked number one due to 94% of its citizens saying that they believed they had the freedom to choose the course of their own lives, and 92% saying there was tolerance for ethic, uh, ethnic minorities and immigrants. Overall, the U.S. was ranked the 11th most prosperous country out of 142, with Norway snagging the top spot. I think that's the one we, we read a few weeks ago. Other areas measured are the economic, entrepreneurship, and opportunity governance, education, social capital, and safety and security. The U.S. was ranked highly in all categories except safety and security, where it has dropped to number 33. In fact, in the study's key finding, it says the U.S. is an increasingly dangerous place, probably because cops are shooting people left and right, but that, that's just my opinion. Or it could be the you know the the fluoride and the water and the the different poisons. I, I don't know. I'm not going to get ranting about my my craziness. It is only the it is also the only Western country to register high levels of state sponsored political violence. Oh, so I was right. <laughs> the study says, according to Amnesty International, the country has the same level of political violence as Saudi Arabia. Our country has the same level of political violence violence as Saudi Arabia, a country that beheads hundreds of people. I don't know about hundreds. So we, we know it's a high number of people every year. The safest countries are Hong Kong, Iceland, Finland, Ireland, and Sweden. Iceland's falling in a lot of categories there, it seems. Just something to think about. What's this little video? It's State of America's Health 2015. Let's see what they say. Is there going to be a commercial here? You're going to kill me with a commercial. Let's see if there's the any State words. State of America's okay, Health in 2015 is a mixed picture. A few states improved from last year, like Washington and Maine. And the most improved goes to North Carolina, which jumped from 37th to 31st. Other states, though, didn't do so well. Last year, the least healthy state in America was Mississippi, but now it's Louisiana. Americans did a lot of things right in 2015. They smoked less, especially in Utah and California, and they exercised more, even in Mississippi, which despite ranking 50th overall, improved from 38% inactivity in 2014 to only 31.6% in 2015. However, Drug-related deaths went up 4% in 2015, continuing the upward climb they've been on since 2013. 
And despite working out more, Americans saw an increase in obesity and diabetes. Over 30% of adults in Arkansas, West Virginia, and Mississippi self-reported as obese. Though western states like Colorado, Hawaii, and California all landed below the 25% mark. The West doesn't win in every category, though. On mental health, the Midwest rules the charts. Nebraska, Kansas, and Texas all rank in the top 10, while coastal states like Oregon and South Carolina are close to the bottom. But the state with the best mental health? It's a tie between Hawaii and South Dakota. You stay classy, Mount Rushmore. Just getting reports of a shooting incident at the Chicago Sheraton, where President Bush has been speaking. It's not clear if the president himself has been hit, but apparently there are casualties. May I have a short statement. The president suffered two bullet wounds. The first entered just under the right armpit. It traversed about three inches of the chest wall, then ricocheted off the fifth rib and exited. The battle is full and propaganda got the people fooled. We seek knowledge they don't teach in high school. Republicans have the elephant, Democrats have the mule. Two heads in the same dragon, tell me what you gonna do. The elections are rigged and people pray for what the government did. Open eyes, lost lies of a racking kid. We won't stop the city devils finally doing a bit. Popping up, they got the iron cause I'm locked in the grid. Keepers keep a gun under the counter. Punks are running wild in the street. There's nobody anywhere who seems to know what to do, and there's no end to it. The air is unfit to breathe. Our food is unfit to eat. We sit watching our TVs while some local newscaster tells us that today we had 15 homicides and 63 violent crimes, as if that's the way it's supposed to I'm be. I'm getting off for the week. I'm remaining strong for the powerless. For the twisted intervention, not to mention I'm out of this political mess. It's all over my chest. I'm blinded. Crying out to God, man, I'll never forget for looking me. Ah! It's like everything everywhere is going crazy, so we don't go out anymore. We sit in the house, and slowly the world we're living in is getting smaller. Don't get me wrong, turn my back to the figures. It makes me grin when they tell us that if we slide, they gon' make us go inside. Go inside is a room, until the chambers are dark on the night. But who knew that they were taking the wrong way? We all say, it's not so good. And we all say, we all fly. Just leave us alone. Well, I love you. 
Walk among us. They breathe our air, shop at our stores, drive on our streets. They are conspiracy theorists, people who make the outrageous claim that people in positions of power conspire to consolidate and expand that power. Their notions are absurd, their pronouncements are insane, and their ideas are dangerous. As a civilization, we have moved beyond giving hemlock to those who would corrupt our young. In this day and age, we just respond to them in a firm and dismissive manner, making clearly visible to all in the immediate area that this person is a conspiracy theorist and not to be debated with. Resident expert and 30-year CIA operations officer Dewey Claridge demonstrates. Don't give me the, don't give me the conspiracy bullshit. Come on. You're, you're a more intelligent man than that. Well, uh, come on. Come on. I mean, come on. This, this, this it has never been a conspiracy in this country. This is how to respond to a conspiracy theorist. Quickly, firmly, and disparagingly. To simplify, let's reduce the response to this. Shut up, conspiracy theorist. Observe. I mean, let's remember here, the people we are fighting today, we funded 20 years ago. Shut up, conspiracy theorist. You know, is spending a million dollars on that last three months of life for that patient, would it be better not to lay off the, those 10 teachers and to make that trade-off in medical costs? But that's called the death panel, uh, and you're not supposed to have that discussion. Shut up, conspiracy theorist. I, I will tell you, Director Deutsch, as a former Los Angeles police narcotics detective, that the agency has dealt drugs throughout this country for a long time. Shut up, conspiracy theorist. For variety, the eminently rational Penn and Teller present an alternative response. We're Penn and Teller, and conspiracy theories are bullshit. Good job, boys. Let's try again. If there is any conference which required transparency, which required democratic accountability, it is the Bilderberg Conference. Shut up, conspiracy theorist. Let us never tolerate outrageous conspiracy theories concerning the attacks of September the 11th. Good job, Mr. President. I don't believe in this notion of some sort of secret societies controlling people. But, of course, in any political system, there are sort of over-the-table and under-the-table arrangements. Shut up, conspiracy theorist. What do you want me to talk about? Yeah, 
A fraud? No, it wasn't a fraud, but I'll be glad to talk to you if you'll shut up and let me talk. Now. The United States government actually did carry out on our citizens experiments involving radiation. In one experience, scientist experiment, scientists injected plutonium into 18 patients without their knowledge. In another, doctors exposed indigent cancer patients to excessive doses of radiation, a treatment from which it is virtually impossible that they could ever benefit. Shut up, conspiracy theorist. Were U.S. government officials aware of drug smuggling in and around the Contra movement? And did they simply choose to ignore it? One U.S. senator says, absolutely. And there's no question in my mind there is a complicity in the flow of drugs into this country, period. Shut up, conspiracy theorist. Also, are you a member of, were you a member of Skull and Bones from College and Bush? Were you in the same secret society as Bush? Were you in Skull and Bones? Thank you for cutting my mic. Thank you. Are you going to arrest me? Excuse me. Excuse me. What are you arresting me for? Whoa, 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 whoa. Don't tase me. I think so. Any questions? This public service announcement was brought to you by the friends of the Department of Homeland Security, the Information Awareness Office, the Defense Advanced Research Projects Agency, the President's Working Group on Financial Matters, the Council on Foreign Relations, the Rhodes Roundtable Group, and the Bohemian Club. And remember, ignorance is strength. Shut up, conspiracy theorist. Have you ever called into your favorite talk radio program only to encounter this and felt like this? That never happens when you dial 941-421-0401. At RazRadioLive.com, we answer right away. And pow, you're live on the air talking to one of your favorite hosts. No screeners, no delays. Try it now. 941-421-0401. And avoid... 941-421-0401. If you're a new listener or a seasoned veteran, don't be scared. 941-421-0401. We welcome all. We know how it feels to be ignored. RazRadioLive.com Pale face at the lakeside talks. I come to 
California They cover their heads with hoods And dance around naked in California's redwoods A gentleman's club equipped with good drinks and table shows Hat legs rolled up, put winks and cable toes Mock sacrifices to mullock, alcoholics, frolic Political false prophets come to pickpocket your wallet Who? Tell me who? Tell me who? 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 Tell me who? Tell me who? Tell me who? Tell me, tell me, tell me who? Tell me who? Tell me, tell me, tell me who? Who? Tell me who? Tell me who? Who? Tell me who? Tell me who? Tell me who? Tell me, tell me, tell me who? Tell me who? Tell me, tell me, tell me who? Cheerbones membership grows by 15 Evidence to could bury presidents if seen There'll be more than regrets if one of their secrets gets told There will be more than threats as the last cigarette gets rolled You must have plenty of money to enter the windowless tomb 322, not many have been through this room Trust me, the order of death amounts to more than masons Trilateral commission, council on foreign relations Listen, comes to paint a portrait of a picture scary It's like a eugenics project, the way they intermarry Scriptures vary, but many say that it's just a mirage Made the money off the slave trade and espionage Ask the paparazzi, Father George his pops was a Nazi Clear the smoke and you'll find old folks cloaked in Versace Watch me expose those that chose a lousy copy Of a German fraternity financed by the drowsy poppy Who? Tell me who? Tell me who? Who? Tell me 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 who? Secret society Hey, this is Jack Blood, your radio gun from DeadlineLive.info and the Jack Blood Show. You're listening to the first 52 with Sean Raz Radio Live. Stay bold. Hey, way too many things going on there. Way too many things going on. Welcome back to the first 52, RazRadioLive.com. Radio Free Blood, Radio Chaos. It is still Tuesday. December 4th, or October 4th, December 4th, what the hell am I thinking? October 4th, of course, those listening on the replay go, wait, it's not October 4th, what are you talking about? It's not that day, but it still is, I'm telling you, I promise, right now it is, live it is. So anyway, what were we talking about? Does anybody remember what we were discussing there? I know there was some kind of thing we were talking about that meant something, but, oh, that's right, we're not living in the freest nation, remember that. <laughs> I know, I like to make people mad. I'm sure Buzzy's kicking himself right now. Tweet me like crazy. Tweet me like crazy. <laughs> Get rid of this sucker here. Need a little Eminem to come back with, right? Yeah, need something fun every once in a while. I like fun. Fun's good. As we're speaking of fun, there is something I wanted to bring to the attention of the people out there listening. I told you I wanted to play a little... uh I don't want to play the whole Alec Baldwin playing Trump and the chick playing Hillary from Saturday Night Live. Uh, E.T. did a, a, a nice entertainment tonight, did a nice little segment on it uh, that, that gets to some of the good points of it. I, I watched most of it. It was pretty damn funny, i got to say. I really enjoyed it. It's nice to see uh, 
it's just nice to see him making fun of it. And if you haven't watched it, it's like nine minutes long. So you, that's why I'm not playing the whole thing, obviously. But you should check it out because they, they, they really hit the nail on the head. Alec Baldwin hilariously impersonates Donald Trump, and you've got to see it. Huge Gina. The 58-year-old actor took on the role of the Republican I didn't know presidential he was 58. My God. as he helped kick off season 42 of SNL on Saturday. This man is clearly unfit to be commander-in-chief. Oh. He is a bully. Shut up. He started the birther movement. You did. He says climate change is a hoax invented by China. True. It's pronounced China. Alec and Kate McKinnon, who plays an impeccable Hillary Clinton, helped Alec start the show by mocking last week's presidential debate. And Alec's faces and sniffles were spot on. My microphone is broken. Can you hear that? It's picking up somebody sniffing here. I think it's her sniffs. Trump's hatred for Rosie O'Donnell was also included in the bit. We should be talking about the important issues like Rosie O'Donnell and how she's a fat loser. And everyone agrees with me, and I just wanted to bring that up in a presidential debate right at the end, my own volition. Good idea. I did it. NBC announced Baldwin has signed on to play Trump for the duration of the election cycle. And we can't wait to watch. Yeah, that's going to be good because he really does do a good Trump. And, and, and it's, I mean, the remainder of the election cycle is really not that long. Uh, but I'm, I'm excited to, to see more come out of that. I'd like to see when they make fun of the stupidity around us. So I wanted to share that with you guys. You know, I didn't come back with a comedy clip there. So I figured I'd just put that one up there for you. We, we developed, I think we talked about this last week, we developed this agency called the uh, Department of Homeland Security shortly after 9-11 attacks, which, you know, I don't really believe they were done by who they say they were done with. But anyway, let's, let's, not, let's not starburst into a stupid direction here. We started this uh, Department of Homeland Security that's supposed to keep us safe in this nation, this great nation that we live in, the freest nation. Oh, wait, no, it's not the freest nation. Uh, the most economic free... No, it's not the most economic free nation. All right, anyway, uh, you know, we, we, we wanted them to protect us, which we see, obviously, they can't do. You know, because we, we see these attacks happening. Oh, it's ISIS-inspired, but then they shut up about it because they can't attach it to ISIS, even though they try really hard. Or maybe if they try too hard, it's going gonna, it's gonna to show that they were actually op- controlling the operation, so we got to just shut up. Shut up. No. Just give the transcript of the phone call. Don't give the phone call. Just give the transcript. That way we can say that this is what this guy said when he's shooting up the uh, the Pulse nightclub. But don't give the actual audio out. Just the transcript. That way we can you know, make it say what we want it to say. Nobody needs to hear, hear the words of this guy. But they can see the words of this guy that we write as the words. Anyway, we know that uh, uh, there's been election fraud. Not voting fraud, but election fraud. Uh, at least we don't know. We believe, we believe these uh, these voting machines are are uh, you know useless. They can be controlled. They can they can be programmed. Worry of election hacks. Excuse me. U.S. urges states to get security help. The U.S. Department of Homeland Security is urging states and local election 
officials to seek assistance from the federal government to fend off cyber attacks that could be used to manipulate the results of the November presidential elections. Well, you know how we ward those off? We don't use electronic machines. We vote them in the polling place by people, by hand. And then we don't have to worry about the problem. It might take a little longer. Oh, my God, we don't get instant gratification. I, I think that's okay. I don't think we need to have instant gratification on everything. The agency is ready to provide any assistance to help states secure their systems if they request it. Ja Johnson, what the fuck kind of name is that? J-E-H Johnson. Like, that's not the initials, it's J-E-H is his first name, Johnson. The Secretary of Homeland Security said in a statement Saturday, threats are rising that criminals will use cyber attacks to try to disrupt the administration of the U.S. elections, the agency said. Listen, we could do elections in Iraq and all they had to do was dip their finger. Dip their finger. Then they couldn't vote again. Oh, that's that's, that's voter fraud that they were trying to prevent. These challenges are just aren't just in the future. They are here today, Johnson said in a statement. In recent months, malicious cyber actors have been scanning a large number of state systems, which could be a preamble to attempted intrusions. In a few cases, we have determined that malicious actors gained access to state voting-related systems. Why are our voting-related systems even on effing line? Why? Johnson's statement is in response to September 28th letter from the top Democrats and Republicans in the House of Representatives and the Senate to the National Association of State Election Directors, urging states to take advantage of public resources available to help them secure their systems. Again, why are we doing this? Why? 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 It's like, you know, they talk about they, they talk about um, hacking into the infrastructure of a, of a power plant. Okay, yeah, they could hack into the infrastructure of a power plant and, and screw with their emails and maybe get some secrets, but they can't, they, they can't cause problems at, at, the, at the reactors, at the actual functioning things. Because as I understand it, they're not really connected to the Internet. So, yeah, they can go in and you know, screw up certain things. Ugh. Johnson said that the agency isn't aware of any manipulation of data and that so far 21 states have contacted the department to seek their help. We hope to see more, he said. The FBI has been investigating hacks, hacking attacks on at least two state election boards, one of which resulted in data being stolen. The Bureau's Cyber Division said in a recent alert, the majority of the data stolen from one state's Board of Elections website occurred in July, while an attempt to hack into the election system of another state was made in August, according to the Bureau, which didn't identify the states involved. God, I'm glad they're there to protect us. But I think we all really understand that, at least those of us listening, those of, those of us that, that have a half a brain, understand that the election process is, is bullshit. It's really not. It's really not what we believe it to be. It doesn't operate the way we would expect it to operate. It's not. It's not the process that our founding fathers put together. Now, I came across this this little video. It's a five minute video, but I'm not going to play the whole thing. I'm going to play some clips out of it. And what it is? It's, it's a multiple clips from this movie in 1957. 
Uh, it's, the movie's called A Face in the Crowd. Now, if you've, uh, I, I've talked about uh, 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 JFK to 9-11. It's all a rich man's trick. It's a documentary I play on my doc days. It's a great documentary, but it's three hours long. So you have to be willing to sit and watch it. And in that movie, or in that documentary, they, uh, they reference back to some movies from the 30s, 40s, and 50s. And I never really realized how much political uh, information, how much political conversation is in those older movies. I, I think you'd be really surprised if you went back and, and watched some of them. Now, this one, again, 1957 classic, uh, Face in the Crowd. As I play this, okay, as I play this, I want you to think about the individuals running for president. I'll bop in and out, but just think about who we're listening to right now, about the people running right now. Facing the crowd, 1957. Does this remind you of anyone? Politics have entered a new stage, the television stage. Instead of long-winded public debates, the people want caps or slogans. Time for a change, the mess in Washington, more bang for a buck, punchlines and glamour. Think you underestimate the respect which people respect? are never... Respect? Did you ever hear of anyone buying any product, beer, hair rinse, tissue, because they respect it? You gotta be loved, man. Loved! This whole country just like my flock of sheep. Rednecks, crackers, hillbillies, housefrows, shut-ins, pea-pickers. Everybody that's got to jump when somebody else blows the whistle. <laughs> They're mine. I own them. They think like I do. <laughs> Only they're even more stupid than I am, so I got to think for them. I say one thing for him. He's got the courage of his ignorance. I've been writing a book about... I call it demagogue and denim. You have only one flaw, the way you've begun to suddenly shoot out of control. And you're beginning to antagonize the press. You're great. Give me a whole bunch of colorful country-looking characters all sitting around. Listening to lonesome roads sound off about everything from the price of popcorn to the hydrogen bomb. I'm not just an entertainer. I'm an influence, a wielder of opinion. A force. A force. You know, boys, what really bugs me about our limey cousins is the way they keep on trying to act like a first-class outfit when their store is having to close up its branches all over the world. That's right. He's getting more global every minute. You're off. He's getting more global every minute. Does that not, think about it, does that not sound like Donald Trump? I mean, and this is 1957, my friends. It, it, did he go watch this movie and that's what he's using as playbook for his election? I, don't, I mean, think about it. it. It's just weird to think that, that these things are being said. But that's, uh, God, you're making me do math real fast here. That's 50, 60, uh, almost 70 years ago. Glad that's over. I'm going to start shooting people instead of ducks. Oh, if they ever heard the way that cycle really talks. Choreography, John Crenn. like this. You know what the public's like. A cage full of guinea pigs. 
Good night, you stupid idiot. <laughs> Good night, you miserable slob. <laughs> There are a lot of trained seals. I toss them a dead fish and they'll flap their flippers. He's a monster. Do you think if we heard Trump when the cameras, when he thought the cameras were off, would it sound like that? I don't know. I, I want to watch that whole movie. It, it's it, it intrigued me. It really got my attention. Fifty nine years ago. Thank you, Jared. And yes, I did see your other text. Sorry, I was thinking of someone else. Obviously, I'm not a praying man, my friend, but I do feel your pain. I, you know, my heart felt out to you, the rude. It's all over for it now, though. So that's a good thing. Keep that in mind, my friend. So what do we do for this election? Do we play the game? Do we accept that that it's going to be one of these idiots that neither one of us want or that none of us want, but we have to choose somebody? Do we go the route of Spain and say, no, we're not going to just choose what you tell us to choose. We don't want any of you. Do we see World War III starting, which would make somebody who, who's on the Salty Talk show, Da Fish, Das Fish, right. Because if we see World War III really stir up before the election, what happens? Do we still have an election? Or do we have a president that doesn't go away after we're really done with him? I mean, I'm really ready for him to go away. Trust me that. I still don't believe uh, I'm a birther. I still don't believe he's uh, eligible to be president. Am I crazy for thinking that? I guess I might be. But it's how I feel. It's what I believe. I'm not going to have the argument and the debate that doesn't prove anything change my mind. It goes to the whole geoengineering chemtrail debate I'm not going to change my mind I'm going to continue to to stand behind what I believe what my heart tells me just like I won't vote just because all my li old libertarian friends feel that, that Trump is the only answer at this point and then we need to vote for him I'm not going to do it. I don't want to do it. I morally can't do it. And that's that's what I base my decision on. Morals. I'm not going to change my morals. Uh, as we see, the, uh, the World Economic Foundation is falling apart, and they're blaming it on Trump. There's some blame on Trump there that, that he's not cooperating. We've got yes on two here in Florida, other states. I think there's 20-something other states that are going to be voting on on marijuana. Marijuana. I think cannabis is the word we should all start using. We should all start using cannabis instead of marijuana. Because marijuana is a propaganda word. It's a word they developed. I know they didn't really develop it. It's a word they used to, to promote the evils of, of marijuana. But it's cannabis. If you think it's a medicine, it's cannabis. 
I'm ready for cannabis. I like some cannabis. Would you like some cannabis? Because I like some cannabis. <laughs> Marijuana labs spawn lethal explosion across the country. Uh, this was another one of those articles that goes, you know what, if it wasn't illegal, these explosions wouldn't be happening. An explosion that destroyed a New York City home and killed a firefighter has drawn attention to marijuana-making methods that are legal in many states but can also be lethal. A <laughs> well, they're not legal in New York, so let's just start there. If you're trying to hide something you're doing, um, you're going to have a bigger risk of something wrong going on. A New York Fire Battalion chief died responding to the blast Tuesday in a Bronx home. What is this from? Uh, what is this from? October 1st. Okay, so from last week. Uh, Bronx home authorities say had been converted into an indoor marijuana farm. They're investigating whether the alleged growers tampered with gas lines and mishandled other, material, other materials in ways that caused the explosion. Indoor marijuana farmers... Indoor cannabis farmers, well, no, it's not, no, marijuana farmers, can create potential fire hazards by using natural gas, propane, or butane to power carbon dioxide generators that make the plants grow. In recent years across the country, similar methods used to produce more potent, uh, potent marijuana extracts have resulted in explosions and other cat catastrophes. That's, of course, making wax or shatter. Now, if it was legal... If growing marijuana was legal, it would make sense to attach your marijuana farm to a gym. Wait, what? And cycle the air out of the gym into the marijuana grow house. Because you'd have extremely high levels of CO2 in a gym where people are working out and pumping fast. Wouldn't you? Would that help prevent these problems if it was legal indoor gas use is a standard way to grow marijuana says michael o'hare a professor at the university of, of california in berkeley who is an expert in cannabis cultivation well obviously it's legal in that state <laughs> some growers rely on propane or butane gas because using large amounts of metered gas from a utility could draw the attention of authorities who might question why so much fuel is needed for a house of a certain size, O'Hare said. In those conditions, a gas leak could spell disaster. So if it was legal, nobody would worry. They'd just pay their gas bill, use the extra gas, and pay it. An hour before the explosion at about 7.30 a.m. on Tuesday in the Bronx, dozens of nearby residents said they could smell gas wafting over the neighborhood. The house, could already, the house had already been evacuated, and fire personnel were on the scene when the blast sent debris flying killing Chief Michael Fay, a 17-year-old fire department veteran and father of three. Two suspects, excuse me, uh, some really, really, really strange first name, Castillo and Julia Salcido, were arrested and are being held on drug charges while authorities try to determine whether there is evidence they could, whether there is evidence they could result in more serious counts related to Fai's death. Wait, what? Try to determine whether there is evidence that. I think that's supposed to be that, not they. Good good job, editors. I love when editors don't do their job because it makes my job a little more complicated because i got to figure out what the hell you're trying to say. 
Prosecutors said in court this week that the two-story Bronx property was full of combustible items related to the pot operation, including grow lamps and vats of liquid liquid fertilizer. Windows were sealed and other areas covered with extra insulation to retain heat. Plants the size of small trees were growing in bedrooms on the upper floor. Good job, guys. A lawyer lawyer for the 32-year-old Castello has questioned his connection to the house. Castello has pled not guilty. Uh, Salicio, the other person, 34, was arraigned late Friday, pleading not guilty and is being held without bond. Who owned the place? Was it leased under one of them? Firefighters packed the courthouse where Scouts arraigned earlier as he walked into into a Bronx precinct. Some firefighters told him to burn in hell. So now we're yelling at this poor entrepreneur who, if the government wasn't involved, wouldn't have caused the death indirectly of their chief. I mean, just think about it. Who really should burn in hell? Should it be the people that are continuing to make that illegal so that people have to do things in improper methods in order to produce something that people want? Oh, Buzzy, you just keep driving, my friend. You don't worry about anything else. Just just keep driving. Just keep driving. He said, I won't change his mind on Trump. And why do people have to use alcohol and, and marijuana to alter their brains? Because of people like you, Buzzy. That's why. Because of people like you, my friend. Uh, where was I? The screaming burning hell. Uh, given the only... Given that... Only about half of U.S. states have legalized marijuana, either for medical or recreational. It is impossible to estimate how much grow labs exist, O'Hare said. In marijuana production-related accidents, more than 30 people were injured last year in Colorado from butane explosions involving hash oil. A concentrate from a marijuana extract from the plant leaves into... Now, fortunately enough, butane is not the main process for extracting that now. They've moved to CO2. Works the same as butane. is less dangerous. Last year, a marijuana dispensary in Santa Fe, New Mexico, was engulfed in flames after a blast that injured two workers. Fire department investigators said a butane leak met with an ignition source, causing an explosion powerful enough to separate the roof from the walls and melt fluorescent light. Now, that could have just been a butane leak in their... in their, uh, A butane leak? Yeah, that could have just been a butane leak in their, their, their ovens. Or their their heating unit doesn't necessarily mean they were using anything there because that's a uh, dispensary. So they don't grow in the dispensary. And in Washington State, federal prosecutors have brought charges in five cases involving explosion during hash oil production. The former mayor died. Uh, the former mayor of Bellevue, Washington, died while trying to escape a fire linked to such activities. Again, that's the the shatter, the wax. Speaking of, <clears throat> and the mayor was involved in this? In the past year or so, an especially strong concentrate is appearing, shatter, a form of cannabis wax derived from butane hash oil that is about five times more potent and fast-acting than unrefined smoking, smoked cannabis. 
It's legal for recreation use in such states as Colorado and Washington, but sold as med- medical marijuana dispensaries. Again, uh, using the CO2 is, is, a, is a more pronounced or profound or, or common method that's being used now. Uh, I, you know, I might have dabbled in chatter here or there, possibly, feasibly, could have happened. Well, you should be driving, Buzzy. You're not doing your job. Get back to work. Get driving. Stinky cannabis, that is for sure. Well, guys, it's been another great one. I, I enjoy the fact that you tune in to listen to my bullshit. Uh, I'm, I'm kind of depressed that nobody, uh, you know, jumped in. I, we had some tweeting going on. Sovereignless wax is the best. I've never had that one. How how is the production of sovereign Sovenless wax. How is that produced? So, so what is the is that the old screening method, the way they used to make hash back in the day of just going through multiple levels of screens to produce the hash? Because that's all wax is is hash. I mean, let's be honest; it's a little cleaner because of the extraction process, but it is just hash. So, I'd like to. Uh, Rude, if you could send me some information on how they do that, I, I, or I'll look it up. I mean, I'm smart enough to figure out how to look something up on the Internet, I'm sure. I want to leave you guys with this. And again, this is back to the election. Buzzy, make sure you uh, sit down and and uh, watch the two idiots argue about stuff that doesn't matter. All they're going to do is try to prop up their, their, their papa and their mama. But I'm going to leave you with, with uh, just something to think about. Guys, you've been listening to the first 52, RazRadioLive.com, Radio Free Blood. I love you. Oh, Radio Chaos. I love you. I appreciate your time. I appreciate you taking the time to listen to me. I'll talk to you next week. Imagine if life only gave you two choices. From the clothes you wore to the food you ate. From the flowers you pick to the people you meet. Life would be limited now here we are it's 2016 the election season but in order to make a good choice don't we need to know our options in the 2016 presidential debates we only have two choices wouldn't it be better if we could hear from the other candidates too surely they have something to say Presidential debates are a good opportunity for voters to get to know third-party candidates. But if they're not included, voters won't have a chance to decide for themselves. And the candidates won't have a chance to express alternate views. So why aren't third-party candidates included? An organization called the Commission on Presidential Debates makes the rules. They determine who's in and who's out. The commission is headed by former head of the Republican National Committee, Frank Ferenkopf, as well as former Clinton Press Secretary, Michael D. McCurry, a Democrat. A USA Today poll shows 76% of voters want third parties in the debates. But the Commission on Presidential Debates was set up as nonprofit by cronies, a power-sharing cartel. With partisan colluders on the inside, the commission becomes a vehicle for establishment candidates to avoid accountability and fix the debates. That means you're back in a world with two choices. And in that world, it's hard to see what's possible. It's easy to become complacent, 
it's easy to just get used to it. But we can imagine what it would be like to have more choices. A world of greater diversity. A world with more color. A world with fewer limits. But when it comes to electoral politics, that's not the world we live in. A political machine writes the rules and restricts access to third parties. It's time to wake up. It's time to demand more choices, more voices. We have to act. They won't open the debates unless we demand it. Either we act now and demand change, or accept this limited reality. More voices, more choices. Let's crash the system. Let's open the debates. Go to morevoicesmorechoices.org. Investigate the consequence of a bittersweet loss of sense, a weapon in a war against ourselves. The setting sun is loading guns, don't be afraid of mistakes, emotions misplaced. To love or to hate, I don't know what to do. We're all lost and confused, just trying to get through. This world always trying to prove that we're worth what it takes, but it takes a long time in the dirt to see grace. When I'm trying to be real, they tend to be fake. When I'm risking it all with no time to waste, fuck this bad race. I'm leaving this place. It's time to blast off destination space With the sunset hung behind us And the universe to blind us From the moon we'll watch the whole world explode Moving free unguided through the beautiful The silent with the light show From a passing UFO Lost in the glow of the unknown Please don't go And I don't know how I got here Or how I'm getting home But right from day one I've been in this alone With odds stacked against I've been drowning in stress They said can you take more I said give me what's left An old man once told me Allie don't have a love back Keep your eyes on that prize And give them hell to your death This is a test Just a frequency check For intelligent life Now it's time to connect It's an SOS The death's been sent So now we just wait And hope for the best with 
The sunset hung behind us In the universe to blind us From the moon we'll watch the whole world explode Moving free unguided Through the beautiful asylum With the light shone from a passing UFO Lost in the glow Of the so much thanks the first 52 is the bump diggity
Stop. Don't say stop.